You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to giving you the inside scoop on what's happening on the lakes and waterways of our region, with a primary focus on Sam Rayburn and Toledo Bend. Your hosts, VNM Bates General Manager Kevin Jean and Camus Boats Pro Staffer Steve Graff. Two guys with years of tournament experience with pro am circuits like ABA, BFLs, Toyota Series, and BASS Opens. Anglers willing to share their knowledge and to give you inside information to make you a better angler. So get ready to take some notes and learn exactly how anglers are catching the big stringers right here on Tackle Talk Live. Here are your hosts, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. Hello, everybody. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. And I'm sitting here on the shores of Sydney Lake, Louisiana, right here in Natchitoches. And Kevin's down there in Lafayette, Louisiana, on the south end of the state. Uh, it's May 16th of 2023, and we're glad you're with us today. I'm Camus Boats Pro Staffer Steve Graff, along with VNM General Manager Kevin Jean. Kevin, today we're going to wrap up last week's Brandon Belt on Sam Rayburn. We'll take care of that, kind of let everybody know what happened. They caught him pretty good. Uh, but if you're wanting some good information on Toledo Bend, all of you Sealy guys and gals, get ready, because we've got the man who's going to give you some great fishing tips today. He's one of Toledo Bend legends, a Toledo Bend guide, and a champion angler in his own right. Mr. Glenn Freeman is going to join us and uh, give us a few pointers for anyone looking to fish this weekend, Sealy Big Bash. Splash on Toledo Bend, Kev. Yeah, I'm excited, Steve. You know, we've been doing this for several years now, Title Talk Live, and this is the first time we finally have got Glenn nailed down to come on and do the show with us. We've had uh, we've had a lot of guests on numerous times, being we just covered Salida Band and Sam Rayburn, um, but it's the first time we've had Glenn on uh, Tackle Talk ever. And uh, so finally, glad to finally get him nailed down to get him on the show. I know he's on the water today. He's been on the water a lot lately. Uh, so nobody else better to break it down for us than Glenn. You know, we're going to talk a little bit about they've got the floodgates open. Uh, they have five gates open one foot. Um, which is going to make a big difference. And I think it's going to really make them fish bite this weekend. How long they'll keep them floodgates open, I don't know. Uh, five gates open at a foot, it, it's coming down. Um, so it, it'd be interesting to hear Glenn's uh, take on that and that what effect it'll have all the way up north where he usually fishes. But get a full breakdown from Glenn on Toledo Bend. And I know you've got the results from last year. We'll talk a little bit about last year's tournament and so on and so forth. Yeah, and we got lake level reports. And again, I, I was I was on uh, Toledo Bend this morning, and I was as I went across it last week, I noticed it was up, and I was really surprised. I mean, it's up flush with the bottom of the cypress trees, those limb, lower limbs. It's uh, you got to work to get a bait up underneath a lot of those limbs right now. But I'm sure with the gates open, as you've alluded to, it'll come down pretty quick. So, uh, but anyway, we're gonna take a real quick break, recognize a few of our sponsors when we return. We will have Toledo Bend guide Glenn Freeman. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. Toledo Health is a full-service primary and acute care clinic. Nurse practitioners Jarrett Rule and Melissa Vines bring quality health care that's needed and convenient to the area. Whether it's a stomach virus or a hook in your hand, Toledo Health Care will try and meet all your health care needs. Appointments available and walk-ins are always welcome. So the next time you're feeling down at Toledo Bend, stop by Toledo Health Care. Located on Highway 6, just south of Toledo Town, or you can call 318-508-5323. 
For all your boating needs, check out Shreveport's newest marine dealer, The Boat Shop. Raymond Kidd and his great staff will take care of all your engine repair needs or anything else that needs fixing. A certified Yamaha Mercury dealer, they carry two of the best fishing boats on the market from Sea Ark and Camus. The Boat Shop is never short on trade-ins as they're always willing and able to make you the best deal possible. Looking for great boat accessories? They're a full support garment and Minn Kota dealer. So the next time you're in the market for a new or used boat, or maybe you just need to service the boat you have, let the boat shop fix you up. To learn more, call 318-402-0399 or go to ShreveportBoatShop.com. The next time you're on I-49, just south of Natchitoches, Louisiana, stop by Cypress Knee Outdoors. A store within a store, Cypress Knee is located inside 3J's 4-Way. Whether you need gas, food, or drinks, they have it. While you're there, check out Cypress Knee Outdoors and pick up whatever hunting or fishing tackle you need. Top name brands like Strike King, Santones, Pro, or the number one soft plastics made, V&M. On the hunting side, they carry guns from Mossberg, Winchester, and Remington. Plus, they've got a great supply of ammunition. Let John Abram and his staff show you everything Cypress Knee has to offer. Located just one mile east of 127 on I-49 or call 318-238-HUNT. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. This is Tackle Talk Live. Thank you for tuning us in. This segment presented by Toledo Health, the boat shop, and 3J's four-way home of Cypress and the Outdoors. And if you're looking for a new boat, might check out one of the hottest boats on the market today, the Camus boat. Again, Raymond Kidd and Kevin, his staff over there, have a great selection of Camus, Vexus, uh, just a wide variety of boats, whether you're a crappie angler or you're a bass fisherman, the boat shop in Shreveport is a great place to go and purchase a boat. On the Tackle Talk hotline, we've got the man who is a, in my eyes, and I'm sure many others, uh, Kevin, a legendary angler from Toledo Bend, Glenn Freeman, a man who needs no introduction to this region. Glenn, man, appreciate you taking the time to be with us today and uh, just we're just looking for a little insight with uh, Sealy going on this weekend. Uh, how's the lake fishing as we speak right now? Very scattered water. Uh, we're about a half a foot over pool, about 172.5. And we have water in the bushes. We have water way back in the pockets. We have water in the hay grass. Um, right now, the bite is shallow and deep, but mainly shallow. Yeah, Mr. Glenn, so we was at Champs a couple weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. You know, the I, I was over there and expected a really good deep bite. And, and you know, the fish, the my, most of the bites I got that week were shallow. And <clears throat> the last several weeks, that's what I've heard, is that the shallow, the shallow bite has been much more effective than the deep bite. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's some spots that you have some deep fish. Our, our biggest fish we caught this week was in around 22 foot of water, but we didn't catch many. And that particular spot, we only caught one good one, and that's it. And as soon as we move shallow, we start start catching fish, and some and some pretty nice ones too. The good ones for the sealy tournament. So we just got a lot of water up on the bank right now, and in the grass too. So that's what that's what's going to play a big role in the sealy tournament coming up. Now, 
Now, Glenn, let me ask you about this. So, as of yesterday, they opened five floodgates for one foot. Uh, right. and that was Monday. And by this weekend, and we all know, that triggers the fish on Sully Bend, especially those deeper fish. So, what's your take by the end of the week? Uh, how would that affect? And, and I don't know exactly. None of us really know how long they're going to keep these floodgates open. But what's your take right. on how that will affect the tournament? There's a good rule of thumb on Toledo Bend. And you should do the opposite of what you think you should do. Everybody's going to think, well, the water's going to come down eventually and the fish are going to move out, but not necessarily. Those fish will stay shallow as long as they got a little water over their back and there's food there. See, I'm seeing more bait fish shallow than deep as long as the fish stay shallow. So it's kind of open game this weekend, you know. You're going to have a lot of people catch them shallow and there'll be some catch them deep. The further south you go, the better deep bite, for sure. We still got a lot of stained water up here. Glenn, um, right now, moving baits. Uh, I know I was over there today. I actually had to kind of slow down a little bit today. Uh, ended up in, ended up with a worm in my hand and caught several fish, and about 14, 15 fish on, on, for about six hours. And But the moving bait bite for me just was really, really slow. Uh, now, top water bite, of course, was good early the first hour but after about 7 30 it really slowed down for me now is that the norm it, yeah it kind of is but you have to look at your electronics because like today uh, most of the fish that i did see offshore were definitely suspended and that's going to put you back on your moving baits like crankbaits and even spinner baits mm -hmm. out in the deep water but, you know, that could change from day to day, depending on what they do with the water level. And, and who knows on that right now? I'm thinking they're just going to come down about a half, but maybe a little more. It shouldn't change. Again. Right, right. If, uh, have, you, have you had some uh, guy trips lately? Have y'all been catching a lot of numbers? We were catching numbers. That slowed down a little bit when the fish moved back shallow. But let me back up. See, last week we were catching them shallow, and we were catching numbers, and we were catching some good ones. This week it seems like the numbers have slowed down, and I've been spending a lot of time in deep water. So back to the shallow water uh, maybe tomorrow, and I think the uh, numbers of bites going to pick up. I think you're going to see a lot of fish, people are gonna, just going down the bank line right now. That's going to be an important thing, important yeah. deal for this tournament. Glenn, best best way to catch a money fish, you know, anywhere that three and a half to four pounder. What what would be your best method, best way? Chatterbait, spinnerbait, crankbait. What what are you thinking? You know, right now I'm seeing a better spinnerbait bite than anything else. Uh, not much on it still could happen. A frog could even happen. You know, if you find the right particular place uh, the right grass and the right bait and everything but i'm gonna tell you what a big three-quarter ounce spinner bait is really good right now for a bigger fish that's what i would mm -hmm. say Lena, first thing in the morning is there there i know there has been i've heard chatter about there's still a, a good chat spawn going on uh is that still is that still going on pretty well our first thing in the morning i'm not seeing much anymore i mean of course, they, they'll move, you know, as the water moves and everything, but I'm not seeing it like it was, no. I mean, just first of last week, I mean, they were just boiling up everywhere, and I'm not seeing that right now where I am anyway. Could be other places, but not up here on the north end. Right. 
Yeah. How important, Glenn, is being around grass right now? Is, is that extremely important? Or with the water being up, I guess it's kind of scattered, you know, like you said, spread the fish out a little bit, hasn't it? It has. I mean, if you've got grass, that's always good. I mean, because it, you know, it, all your bait fish are around your grass, especially early and late. I mean, it's always a factor with the grass and everything. But as you move out to the, if you're going to fish deep, it doesn't matter. So, right. you know, it's just whatever you prefer. But, yeah, the grass is important. Uh, water clarity uh, up there where, and I know you're north, north of Pendleton Bridge mostly. Um, right. Now that we've got the waters came up, uh, what's water clarity like up there on the northern end? You know, I was actually, I, I went to uh, the Converse, Bison area today. Bison looked really good. Further, you got in Converse, more stained. I actually went up just a little above Huxley Bay. It looked terrible. And all that water, as long as they got these gates open and the generators going, is actually filtering down. So it's moving down toward Converse, Bison's, and that probably will be as far as it affect anything. And in the back of the creeks now, this is going to be muddy. So that's going yeah. to change the bite back there. And it's fresh mud. That's never good. Needs to be there a yeah. little while. Glenn, right now, you know, humps and ridges out there in that uh, deeper water, you know, a big worm. I mean, we talking uh, J-Mag. We talk, what are we talking here? Uh, would that be a good choice to, to throw? I guess, especially if you're trying to catch a good, a good money fish that would be a good possibility to maybe cash a check. Absolutely. You want to start, you want to stay with your bigger worms, your bigger crankbaits, and with a bigger worm, you're probably not going to get as many bites as you would on a small worm, but the fish are definitely going to be better. And you can catch a big one on a small worm, too. But each day is different, and you've got to find out if they want that big worm or do they want that smaller worm. You still stand a chance of catching a giant on a small worm, but I'd probably be out there with a bigger worm all day. What about boat dock pattern right now? Is there a boat dock pattern going on? Are the spawns over? Have the fish migrated to the docks? Are they set up on them yet? There's some fish on the docks and everything. Uh, it's not my favorite pattern. I, you know, I do it if I have to. Uh, it's just kind of tough going from dock to dock all day because a lot of people are doing that. But mm -hmm. if it's in an area, the right pocket, then, yeah, it, it could be a, a dangerous bite on the boat docks. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are probably going to catch them on the docks. Yeah, it yeah. took it took a ten pounder to win this event last year. Um, in your opinion, uh, two questions here: What does it take a ten pounder to win this year? And what is what will a four pounder get you a check every day? Hard to say. I I really believe there'll be a ten pounder. I don't think there's going to be a bunch of them. I know there'll be some nine pounders caught. And a four pounder, um, I think at first is probably going to, uh, I don't know if it's going to do much good or not. I'm not sure how many places that he's paying right now, uh, but if he's paying 14 or 15 places, yeah, a four pounder will get a check. I mean, I'd, I'd be going in with a four pounder for sure. You just don't know till you get there, though. I think there's a couple of hours out of the seven hours that he does extend it to uh, 15 fish and then uh, 15 places. And then the rest right. of them, I think, are 12. 
And uh, so, right. uh, and looking at last year's average, Glenn, on Friday, it took a four-pounder to get a check. But then every day that average went down, and you ended up about three and a half to three and three-quarter last year by Sunday. So and I, yeah. I don't think that'll be yeah. different this year. No, it'll be the same. I mean, you're, you're going to see, you know, people on the last day especially bringing some money on three-pounders, three-and-a-half, stuff like that. Um, yep. They're gonna get bombarded Friday and Saturday for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Um, it's gonna be a difficult bite for a, a lot of people, but and if you got a four pounder, four and a half, I'd be gone. Yeah, yep, I agree. I agree. Kevin, you got anything else? I think that's. I think that gives us everybody everything uh, anybody want to know for the weekend. So I, I think that would be it. Hey, Glenn, right. we appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming on you with bet, us. Bro. And uh, how can somebody get in touch with you, Glenn, if they want to make a trip with you? Uh, phone number is 318-347-5496. And they can call me on that number or text me either way. And I'll be glad to fix them up. All right. And Glenn, don't you do some uh, electronics training as well? You'll take guys out and show them how to use their electronics? Absolutely. That's the, that's the best part of it, learning how to use those yeah. electronics, yeah. especially what we got to look at now. Yes, yes, that is true. That is true. Well, Glenn, we appreciate it, man. Thank you very much, buddy. All right. Good luck, guys. Thank you. All right. Glenn Freeman and uh, one of the better anglers, Kevin, that I know around the Toledo Bend area. He's, he's any tournament I've ever been in, Glenn's in it. He's one of the guys to beat uh, pretty much year in and year out. Uh, great information there. He gave some good, good ideas to, and, and again, the lake's fishing pretty big right now. I mean, there's, there's it, fish a lot of places is, right now. It, it is. And, and the main thing I, where I wanted to go with him is this shallow bite, because, you know, I was talking with some buddies yesterday, again, going back to the elite series when they were here, you had some sight fishing going on during the elite series and everybody was catching them in 20 foot. There was that no in between. Yeah. You know, right, and it's right. like these fish, and they did this four or five years ago. The fish turned around and went back to the bank. They and I'm telling you, it the 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 shallow water bite the last three to four weeks has been way better than the deep bite on Toledo Bend. There is a deep bite, and there will be some good bags. There will be some good fish caught out deep, especially with these floodgates open. But the shallow water bite has by far been the best bite. Honestly, it's been the last three or four weeks, and and you heard it from Glenn. If Glenn is saying he's catching them shallow, the bite is shallow. I can tell you that much. Yeah, and we want to make sure people understand that Glenn Freeman is a North End guy, and I remember talking to Glenn several weeks ago. I asked Glenn after the spawn, I said, well, those fish on that North End, will they pull back out? He says, Steve, as long as they're water, as the water's up and fairly close to pool, then fish will stay up for two or three months. And yeah. he said they will not retreat back to the creeks or the main river channel until they absolutely have to. As long as they got bait, he said they're going to stay right what, there. They won't. They won't leave. What was what was the water temperature when you were there today? Uh, Seventy-two. That that right there. I mean, they don't have to go out there. You, no. Seventy-two. I mean, it was in the sixties in the end of April. Sixty-three, yeah. sixty-four. It's just now hitting seventy-two. The fish don't have to go out there. Now right. there's some out there. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and if I was fishing, right. I would probably be fishing deep um, just because I know that's how you can catch a big one. Uh, but I would almost bet there is going to be 
70 percent of the fish weighed in this sealy event will be come from chow, up south yeah yeah and one thing uh you and i alluded to earlier when i was coming back in from toledo uh, you mentioned the points the points is going to be a good place to start this weekend if you're fishing over there that may not be a bad place to start uh gonna be crowded gonna be a lot of people gonna hit the points but it could be a good opportunity to maybe especially early to catch one and, and get a good keeper or money fish early it could be come off the points and uh so uh but anyway all right when we return, we're going to take uh, we're going to recap last week's Brandon Belt on Rayburn. They really caught him over, had a good tournament, and uh, and we'll preview the Sealy on Toledo Bend. We'll kind of give you some more updates, uh, water level, what's it doing. Uh, as Kevin's already alluded to, they've opened the gates, uh, but we've got lake level reports for Rayburn and Toledo. All this when we return. You're watching Tactical Talk Live. Are you looking for the finest custom-built rods ever made? Then look no further than Pride Rods. Fishing rods built to last and made in Montgomery, Texas. Constructed by Mr. Billy Kistler with the finest Gary Loomis North Fork composite blanks available. They offer a complete line of both spinning and casting rods for both fresh and salt water. Pride Rods do more than pass the eye test. They excel in performance as well. Ask your local tackle dealer if they carry Pride Rods and pick one up and try it for yourself. You'll see why so many anglers are using pride rods to learn more go to priderods.com or call 832-418-6040 the next time you're headed for Toledo Bend or Sam Rayburn, stop by Keith's Toledo Bend Tackle. They have an awesome supply of everything you'll need to catch the big ones. Whether your trip calls for bass fishing, white perch tackle, catfish bait, or the ultimate fighting shiners, Keith's Tackle has you covered. Keith and former Elite Series pro Ben Matsubu also have the latest information on what, how, and where you need to be fishing on Sam Rayburn or the Bend. So for all your tackle needs, check out Keith's Toledo Bend Tackle located just off off Highway 21 on the Texas side of Toledo Bend or call 409-625-0181. The Lakes Insurance Agency is an independent insurance agency that has been taking care of Texans' insurance needs for over 25 years, offering auto, homeowners, boat, RV, life, health, and commercial insurance. Owner Clark Moore is a local guide and tournament angler who understands your insurance needs and wants to be your go-to guy for all your insurance needs. For a free quote, give him a call and see why so many Texans trust the Lake Insurance Agency. Located at 805 Southeast Stalling Suite 3, Nacogdoches, Texas, or or call 936-205-4467. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. Uh, we appreciate you tuning us in today. This segment presented by Pride Rides, Keith Toledo Bend Tackle. And the Lakes Insurance of Nacogdoches, Texas, two locations, one in Nacogdoches and in Broadus. Also, check out Keith Toledo Bend Tackle. Great line. Of, uh oh. <laughs> Answer that That's phone. Not, well, we don't need that right now. So, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, guess I need to turn that off. Uh, but anyway, uh, check them out. Keith Toledo Bend Tackle. And Pride Rods uh, make a great rod. Uh, check them out. They got great supply. Keith probably carries, actually, the, the Pride Rod series right there at Keith's Toledo Bend Tackle. Uh, Brandon Belt, final results, Kev. Uh, do you yeah. have those or do you want me to call? Uh, I've got, got them. 
I've got them sitting here. So this is a two-day event. Uh, first place, Jason Bond, Derek Mundy, 45-93. Big shocker there. Uh, yeah. Second place, Steven Johnson, Tim Renault, excuse me, have 42-60. And then, see, we take a hard drop. Uh, third place, Marshall Hughes, Cole Stewart at 36-43. Uh, fourth place, Hunter Freeman, Hayden Heck at 35-63. I want to say they weighed in maybe 25 on day one. Uh, fifth place, Harrison and Lee had 33.68. Um, I'm trying to see. It doesn't show me what got a check, Steve. Um, you I, were I writing about Franklin and Heck. They weighed 28.87 on day one. Yeah, so that's tough. I mean, weighed 28. And then 6.76 on day two. Uh, wow. Yeah, that, obviously that, things must have, something must have happened there, Kevin. Uh, conditions must have changed. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, that's some deep fish on Rayburn. Uh, you know, you can yeah. you can hit a home run day one, and I mean, Rayburn's notorious for that—a thirty-pound bag—and then have eight to ten pounds on day two. Uh, but you know, Bonds and Mundy—they are they're two guys we know. You know, two absolutely are the best ones on Sam Rayburn, and now that they've teamed up together. Um, you know, this time of year, especially both them in the same boat, they're, they're tough to beat, uh, you know, and, and Steven Johnson is first time we've seen him back in the, in the mix here in a while, especially over there on San Remember had 42, 60, him and Tim Renault. Uh, so it's good to see him back in the mix. Yeah, they had, they had, uh, 48 on day one in 19. And, uh. So, and the only team that had two 20-pound bags was Bonds and Mundy. I mean, they're the only two that had two two bags over 20 pounds. Staying consistent uh, on Sam Rayburn is, is, I mean, in these multiple-day tournaments, just to be able to stay consistent this time of year, uh, you, you'll be in a, you'll be in position to win a lot of tournaments, no doubt. Yep, that is true. And uh, so, uh, again, I'm not sure what kind of turnout they had on this. I, I couldn't find any uh, overall numbers as far as this circuit's concerned. Uh, and I think you uh, have already said that uh, team of the year right now, leading team of the year, uh, who is it? Uh, Castledine and Cecil. Russell Cecil, Ty Castledine. And I think they have one or two tournaments left. I think there's one left in this one, show series. One, in June. Yeah. Yes. So that'll, uh, that should wrap that up. And then they have a championship, don't they? Yes, they do. Championship, um, Toledo Bend, July 7th through the 8th. And then championships in the fall. I don't know if they've announced that yet. Yeah, September, October, probably. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh it looks like they had a pretty good tournament. Uh, either, it's one of those deals. There was a select group of guys really on them, and then everybody else was just trying to catch a few fish. So, a little and, tough uh, this past weekend, Sam Rayburn and Salida Ben. Uh, just getting that time of year, you know, it's getting a little yeah. tough. Um, as the fish make their way out deep, uh, you know, you can you can really get a big bag on one day, but then they're they're moving around a lot out there right now. So, especially on right. Sam Rayburn, Salida, as we alluded to earlier. Still a lot of a shallow bite going on. So, uh, I, you know, again, I'm, I'm waiting this weekend for Toledo being. It's going to be interesting with the, uh, you know, the floodgates open. I think it really could get that bite going on the south end of the lake. The north end, not going to really be affected by it that much. But the south end, especially, I think, is going to 
really, you know, that bite, the bite window is going to be larger than it you know, maybe was. Um, yeah. Be a lot of fish caught on top water this weekend, frogs, swim jigs, chatterbaits, so on and so forth. Um, but, uh, it, you know, the good thing about it is when you put that many boats on a lake, it's gonna, people are going to be able to spread out um, yeah. from, from all the way to the dam, all the way up north, catching them shallow, catching them deep. You know, everybody's not going to be doing the same thing or everybody's not going to be up shallow like in the spring or out deep in the summer. So everybody's going to be able to kind of spread out and do their own thing. So uh, hopefully the lake won't be too crowded this weekend. Right. And again, I was over there this morning. Uh, as you alluded to, the top water bite, it was good till about 7.30 for me. I was throwing a yellow magic. I was throwing a smaller one. I caught a couple of threes, one pushing about three and a half. And uh, a solid way fish for a tournament, for a five-fish tournament, but not probably didn't catch a fish that would have probably cashed a check, maybe a Sunday check, maybe if I was, you know, weights were down a little bit, I might've got a Sunday check, but, uh, but the bite was good till 7.30, then it was like a light switch, it just shut off, and uh, I did stay trick uh, I did throw a bigger worm, and the one that would get bit on it, as Glenn alluded to, you kind of have to figure out what day. Do they want the big worm today, or do they want the little worm? Well, today, for me, they wanted the little worm, and I caught, like I said, uh, I probably had 14 pounds, maybe 15 with five. Uh, just just a solid bag, uh, nothing to write home about, but it would have been a solid uh, bag of wayfish. But uh, they were the ones that bit the top water. I'm telling you, they were choking. Uh, they were choking that uh, yellow magic. They were, I mean, it was in their throat. And they were coming completely out of the water. It was the best topwater bite I've had in a long time. Uh, they were really uh, fun to catch this morning. But anyway, last year, Kevin, I went back and did a little uh, research. I looked at last year's numbers for Sealy. As you've already said, it took a 1041 to win last year. Not sure if it'll take a 10-pounder this year. I think there will be a 10 coming in. Yeah. Uh, uh, it took 862 or better to make the top five last year. Probably going to be about the same. Uh, I look for I look for Toledo to shine this weekend. Uh, I look for the guys to catch some good quality fish. Weather's supposed to be good. Yeah, that's wind, what I was fixing to say. The weather's supposed to be good. The wind's not going to really blow, so people nope. going to be able to spread out. Um, and it uh, you had two over nine pounds last year. Right. I, I'm going to say you have more than that. I think it's going to take a high eight be the fifth place this year a 10 pounder wins it and three nines yeah 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 and last year the average fish weighed in which to me was a really good sign for Toledo being and this is yeah. this is how we evaluate a lot of the lakes I know Rayburn was showed out pretty good with right with uh Sealy a couple of weeks ago 4.25 is what it took last year that was the average fish weighed in that's strong to me yeah. that was 707 fish weighed in uh, last year, it took a four. It was average four point two five pounds a piece. Uh, smallest fish hourly last year was a three oh nine. Actually, a guy from NAC, it's Randy uh, Gaunt. Randy Gant. Yeah. Randy Gant. Randy Gant had a three oh nine, and uh, he he, uh, he finished fifteenth uh, in one hour. That was the lowest weight it took to get a check. Uh, basically, it took an average of four oh two to get a check on Friday. Three seventy two on Saturday and three. Sunday, so uh, weights, of course, a little. They got a little, lot more pressure on them by that third day. You know, people are tired. The fish are tired. <laughs> you know, if you catch that three and a half pounder, I'd probably go weigh him in on Sunday. Oh yeah, well, catch three and a half pounder. I'm probably gonna weigh it in anyway. Yeah, that's uh, probably. 
But, you know, the Taliban right now, it's, you know, 172 and a half. So, uh, again, how long are they going to keep these floodgates open? What's this water going to do? As Glenn alluded to, that that dirty water is going to keep funneling down. Converse area usually, as he said, is usually as far as it makes it when they they have floodgates open. So, South Bend, Lake Pendleton South should be fine. Even Lenan and San Miguel and all that should be fine. So, shouldn't uh, any of that kevin the gates being open like you described is that a hard pull i mean is that enough to pull grass loose and ball it up and on that south end uh, i don't i don't think it's no it, it's not making i mean that's a good five gates at a foot that's a good amount of water coming through there um it's not gonna be yeah, enough yeah. Up, I, I think so grass which god i hope not um and i don't know how yeah. long they're gonna do this you know i don't know I don't know how long, again, I mean, it's not like it's that high, but they got a lot of water still coming down. We don't have any more rain in the forecast, and even up by Dallas Lake Fork, I don't think they do either. So right. I don't think this is going to go on for very long. Yeah, I think now we're into our summer season now. It was uh, 92 degrees out there today when I when I came in. I think where summertime is here, and I think the – the, the uh, fronts that we're used to getting week after week, those are probably fixing to slow down, and, and the and the rain's going to probably slow down as well. So the lake should start to fall. And uh, But anyway, and speaking of lake levels, Rayburn right now is at 165.65. It's, it's up a foot, uh, 1.25 up a foot and a quarter, and uh, it's, it gained 1.16 feet in 10 days and came up in 24 hours, 1.44. Kevin, what you showing for Toledo? Toledo Bend is at 172.47 feet, a uh, difference of 5.64 inches. Uh, and then the 10-day gain is 10.44 inches. Yeah. And, and as you open in the gates already, it's got a 0.36 loss, uh, 0.36 inches. Uh, loss, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and, uh, and Ken, what else is coming? I mean, I've got two listed here for May with the Sealy this weekend, and then we got the EBA Solo 150 the last week of, which is Labor Day, uh, excuse me, Memorial, Memorial Day weekend on Toledo. Anything, anything else going on that I'm not aware of? I don't know about Rayburn. I'll have to check the the Outlaw Outdoors page here and check what's going on at Rayburn. Uh, uh, we got the Brandon Belt in June. On uh, on Toledo Bend, uh, a few other things going on. Let me check. Let me check the Rayburn calendar here. I know and, we got an ABA uh, uh, tournament on Sam Rayburn the first week of June, I believe, or second week of June, uh, second weekend of June. And I uh, know we're back over there at Rayburn for the Open Series uh, South Southeast Texas Division, and yeah. uh, so. And, and that'll wrap it up for us, uh, except for the two-day division, which is in late September. Uh, it'll be on Toledo Bend, matter of fact, if I remember right. Yeah, and, they uh, have the, the Skeeter, I mean, the uh, the Outlaw Team Series Championships June 3rd over there on Sam Rayburn. ABA Tournament is June 10th. Uh, the Real United Tournament on for Pavilion is June 10th. Uh, the, average, the Outlaw Outdoors Average Joe Tournament is June 11th. And June 17th is the Outlaw Outdoors Father's Day Tournament. So, okay. uh, all right. You know, it's starting to it's starting to fall. It start June kind of starts to fall off. You know, yeah. one thing this you know one thing one tournament this year, Steve, that is not that's usually in June, July, or you know, is, is the Texas Shootout, the fifty thousand right. dollars first place. They're having it at Lake Fork this year. Uh, oh. 
first year they let me see when that one is, but that'll be the first year that, that's, not, uh, that's not the Sealy Fall shootout, is it? No, no, no. The Bass Champs summer shootout. It's first place oh, okay. and they've always had it at Sam Rayburn. Every year I fished it a lot. They always have it at Sam Rayburn. Oh. Um look here and see when it is. But it's on it's on uh Lake Fork this year. I'm trying there it is. Shootout Sunday, June twenty fifth. Late four. Okay. All right. And I want to remind everybody, uh, this Friday, those of you those of you looking to fish the, the final leg of the Solo 150 tour, it's the last one, it's the event number three. Uh, it's on Toledo Bend, May 27th, 28th. This coming Friday, May 19th at 5 o'clock in the evening, 5 p.m. is the deadline to get into that event. So call ABA to register. Uh, entry fee is $600. a two-day deal. And uh, so if you're looking to get in that, Friday is the deadline, May 19th at 5 o'clock. So, Kevin, anything else? I, I think that does it for us, Steve. All right, man. Well, hey, we appreciate everybody. Thank you for tuning us in. Check us out on our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and everywhere else you can listen to podcasts. Uh, we're, we'll, you'll find us somewhere. If you would like to become a member of our sponsorship team, please message it's uh, so on our Facebook page, and Kevin will make sure he sends you a detail packet describing what all is involved to become a member of our sponsorship team. For Kevin Jean, yours truly, Steve Graff. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next That was a good show.